Hey, I'm Ashley Blackman. I'm the current uh, state vice president for the United Advanced Practice Registered Nurses of Georgia. And I have with me Imelda Reyes, who uh, is our new treasurer. Welcome, Imelda. Thank you. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of talk today about um, what UAPRN does and why it's important to join. Imelda, why did you join UAPRN? So I joined UAPRN back in 2006 when I was a student going through my nurse practitioner program. And what I found is that there were so many issues that were going on professionally. Um, and we had someone come to our class and just talk about professional issues and how important it was to join a professional organization. And at the time, um, I was pursuing my family nurse practitioner degree. and. UAPRN, AMP seem like the best fits for me um, in terms of really getting involved in um, advancing nurse practitioner issues in the state. Um, so at the time I joined as um, a student member and I was just amazed by the board at that time. Um, and I mean, it's continued to be amazing, but um, the things that they were doing, because at that time frame we didn't have prescriptive, or we had just gotten prescriptive authority. Mm -hmm. And so to know that this group of people had gotten together um, and really done something amazing for a profession was kind of like, you know, I just wanted to be part of it. Um, and so that's kind of what um, got me to join UAPR a long time ago. I love it. That's awesome. So I initially did the student membership and then let it lap, uh, lapse, but I remember as much as I love A&P and how um, much of an advocate they are for the nurse practitioner profession, they have regional representation instead of state representation. So I got back involved with UAPRN um, uh, when we were talking about expanding to full practice authority and just now showing up to meet, you know, any sort of meeting at the Capitol or um, you know, study committees. I'm just amazed at how much we're talked about, but not at the table. And so I wanted to become involved at, uh, at this level and run for office and then stay involved as an active member just to support our profession uh, in the state of Georgia. So I love that. I think that's awesome. So why did you decide to run for treasurer? Um, so like I mentioned, I was a student member um, back a while ago, and um, since that time frame in 2006-2007, um, I also decided to get my pediatric nurse practitioner um, degree, and so I joined um, that professional organization, um, which is the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners, but for the same reason that you were just mentioning, their advocacy is very much at that national kind of level. And I felt that if I wanted to have some sort of impact here at the local level, then I really needed to get more involved in the UAPRN chapter here um, and in Atlanta and the state of Georgia. And so um, I thought, you know, I have a background in finance and I thought maybe that was a skill set that I could contribute to UAPRN and, um, and really kind of, you know, bring a different viewpoint to kind of some of the issues that are going on today. Yeah, I love it. I greatly have appreciated all the insight that you've given in such a short amount of time. Um, why do you think other people should join UAPRN? So I think, um, similar to what you mentioned before, if you're not at the table advocating for yourself, then who is? Right. Um, and I think as nurse practitioners, we bring such a valuable aspect to healthcare. Um, and to the patients that we serve. Um, and I just want to be able 
I've been educated to do. And so it's kind of like, well, you know, if I don't advocate for myself um, and get involved in my professional organizations, um, then, you know, no one else can really represent me the way right. that I can. Right. Um, and then I think professionally, um, when I look at other disciplines, um, the, the rate of, you know, of uh, membership, I think, among the different disciplines really differs mm -hmm. and shows, you know, in terms of like whose voice is heard. Right. You know, absolutely. I think on that point, um, it would, I think our listeners would like to know that, you know, Georgia is unique in that we're the largest uh, geographic state east of the Mississippi, but we have the ninth largest population in the country. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a lot of people, and I mean, it's not just Atlanta, but a lot of people just spread out over a large area. So um, Athens, Augusta, Macon, uh, Valdosta, all these places that have these bigger pockets, um, but they're so spread out from each other. And so how do we represent ourselves and that you know uniqueness? Um, the other thing is that uh, there are about 13,000 nurse practitioners in the state of Georgia that are licensed currently, and then about um, 180,000 nurses overall. So we, so nurses, just as a profession, is the largest um, healthcare workforce in the world, but especially in the state of Georgia. And but then when you look at our politicians, we have I think six to eight physicians representing 23,000 physicians in the state. And then we have um, four nurses, two of which don't even have active licenses. And, um, and most of the time the nurses do a good job of representing us, but they, they don't have the voice that other groups have because they don't have the representation. Mm -hmm. And so if you're sitting in a room with a bunch of people who don't know anything about healthcare and they're relying on those handful of people that have come from healthcare background to tell them what to do, then it's just kind of kind of stuck. And then when you're frustrated with legislation that may come out that doesn't make any sense, well, that's why you know this it wasn't people who came to the table that actually had to do deal with that. They were just people who happened to be there. Um, so I think we get a lot of backlash for stuff, but we we need people to show up for us to overcome that. Exactly, and I think the complexity of nursing overall adds to that because I think in general, um, people don't always know the different levels of nursing that there are, mm -hmm. and yeah. everyone's essential um, in you know in providing the care um, that everyone in the state of Georgia needs. But you know, I know that I still run into people um, that don't know the difference between an LPN, a licensed practical nurse, right. and a nurse practitioner. Right, and so it. It's hard when there are so many levels of complexity to say we're this group and mm -hmm. you know this is what we're advocating for. Right. And um, and when I think about the fact that you know our health outcomes in the state aren't the most optimal, mm -hmm. and um, and when I looked you know at other states in terms of you know the practice authority that nurse practitioners have, um, they're really you know they're able to provide that level of care that their population needs right and meet you know some of those um, needs you know depending on like where you're working you know whether right. it's in an acute care setting a primary care setting a specialty setting um, you know I know for me um, in, in pediatrics it's it, you know when I know that there are 70 counties that don't have a pediatrician mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard for mm -hmm. somebody to go 
if there aren't any right you know in right. those areas and right. so I mean it creates a barrier for sure right um and it's it's hard when I know that patients are having to drive over 100 miles just mm -hmm. to see a provider mm -hmm. of any sort yeah. and what people don't understand is you don't have to necessarily be in the same office with your collaborating or supervising physician, but our law requires if you take Medicaid patient, they have to, they have to do so many site visits a year, mm -hmm. they have to review so many of your charts. So much of Georgia still doesn't have internet access, so how are you going to streamline that communication with your physician? And then physicians, um, depending on how much they have to, to put into it put effort to put into that, they might charge $2,000 or $20,000 a month just to be your collaborator. And and that's a huge burden on the nurse practitioner who then has to turn around and put that on their patients. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, I think it, that um, people have been surprised by realizing that that has such a huge impact in care. Um, Peter Burhouse came and spoke to our first uh, at our first Unity conference in 2018, and talked about all of his Medicare um, data that he had gathered over the past 10 years, and it showed that physicians are marrying more physicians and and going into specialty. So even though Georgia has a, a unique set, and that about 50% of our physicians still do primary care. The majority of the country, it's usually only 25% of physicians do primary care. But the trend is if a physician marries another physician, well, they're going to have to practice in a more populated area just to practice. Mm -hmm. So it's there's lots of confounding factors. And I get that um, our legislators are trying to uh, be mindful of money and uh, funding appropriation. And then they're also trying to be mindful of how do we keep um, Georgian safe, but at the end of the day, we're still licensed and certified at a national level and still fall under federal law. And to have confusing laws just means that more people put in more restrictions that are unnecessary. Like we have friends that work at the VA and they can't order any radiographic imaging at all without a physician signature because, because the law is so confusing when it comes to that. Right. So how did you, um, how, tell me a little bit about your nursing journey and what you do right now. Yeah, so um, I started my nursing journey 21 years ago and um, found that I really wanted to um, work with patients and um, I eventually you know, ended up doing the family nurse practitioner route and then the pediatric nurse practitioner route. And so now what I do is I provide primary care services um, mainly to a Latina population here in the city of Atlanta. And um, I'm located on Buford Highway, which is a you know mm -hmm. very diverse corridor. Mm -hmm. And um, I provide you know services to my kids from birth um, through 21. Um, I'm associated with Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And um, we do a wide range of things. So from well checks to following my kids with chronic disease to you know anything, sick visits that come in with strep throat or whatever. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I find that um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm able to use my nursing skills in a way um, where I, you know, I meet the patient where they need to, you know, right. be. And, um, and I just think about the fact that, you know, if I had a colleague down south, they, they don't have the resources mm -hmm. that I have up here in the right. metro Atlanta area. If I have a kid that needs services, it's much easier for me to refer mm -hmm. um, if I need to, whereas, you know, people down south just can't. Right. You know, they're really having to, like, manage 
Um, and I find that I definitely have to practice a little differently when mm. I'm up there because my patients, um, you know, they don't have the resources always right. to like come into the city. Right. Um, and so I find that I'm having to be a lot more resourceful and work, you know, within their needs. And so um, it's been really interesting over the years mm -hmm. you know, in terms of kind of how my nursing journey has um, evolved. And now what I find myself doing is I teach full time um, at the School of Nursing at Emory. And um, one of the great things that I love about it is I used to be able to see 20 kids a day, let's say. Mm. And now I'm producing um, 15 nurse practitioners a year that are then going out and seeing their 20 patients right. a day. So right. awesome. my reach has you know, definitely grown um, and I love that aspect of it. Um, and I think it's really important just, you know, to make sure that we're growing colleagues that mm -hmm. are able to also provide the excellent care. And so right. um, that's kind of how I got to where I am today. I love it. That's awesome. So I um, did not know that I wanted to be a nurse. And, and it actually was kind of a long, convoluted journey before I eventually did go uh, to nursing school. But um, I, my nursing background is in uh, trauma ICU and at Atlanta Medical Center. And then um, I eventually decided, you know, even though I was saving lives and changing the world, maybe one or two people at a time, I wanted to be able to do more than that. And I wanted to be able to keep people out of the hospital. So I went back and uh, became a family nurse practitioner and worked for, in a family clinic. Um, seeing more than 20 patients a day. <laughs> 20 is good, I like 20 or less. <laughs> and, um, and then I did do uh, some PRN work for uh, pediatrics clinics. I really enjoyed that. Um, but uh, eventually through a series of events, ended up working in a gastroenterology office, um, seeing patients in the clinic and the hospital. And now I do advanced heart failure. Um, where I see patients in the clinic and in the hospital. And uh, and I didn't think I would enjoy it because I really missed that. When I went to specialty, I really missed the uh, general, you know, global care of the patient. But for advanced heart failure patients, they all need global care. Like nothing is getting good blood flow. So they all have other problems. Um, and uh, it's very satisfying to be able to see a patient in the clinic um, and give them IV diuretics since we're a specialty clinic and can do that and keep them from being admitted to the hospital. Um, and then it's also very satisfying. We have a lot of outreach clinics throughout the state of Georgia um, that if a patient gets ill and has to be transferred to Atlanta, you know, we've developed that relationship and that rapport and we can help them get better and, and tailor their therapy to their needs. Um, so it's so it's been, it's been really enjoyable and obviously not, um, you know, specialty is not something that everybody goes into, but specialty is where a lot of job growth is right now. And so as we're seeing more nurse practitioners go into specialties, I, I think that's really interesting. And I hope that we can build those skill sets to take out into the community and, um, and you know, help just people be healthier in general. Right. And that's exactly what I was thinking as you were talking is just, you know, um, they get to you at a certain point, but, you know, again, I think nurse practitioners have such an impact on preventing a lot of these mm -hmm. things and yes. so much of the care that we do, and, you know, is on that side of things. So hopefully they don't get to you, but, you know, when they do, it's it's so great that you're able to, like, provide that care. Well, I definitely um, precept students and uh, try to reach out through UAPRN and, and the Atlanta nurse practitioners to educate other nurse practitioners, like, 
be aggressive in treating high blood pressure. And if your patient does end up with a diagnosis of heart failure, be aggressive in treating that too, because that's what's going to prolong their life and keep them from having to see me. And it's interesting to me now having been in this for almost five years, you know, when I meet somebody and I say that and they're surprised, like, oh, I, I didn't realize that heart failure was such a, um, had such a high mortality. And I'm like, yeah, it does. That's, I'm glad I'm able to now teach you and help you um, give better care for your patients. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So let's talk about some events coming up. I'm really excited. Um, March 5th is going to be our nurses press conference at the uh, Capitol in the Rotunda. We've rented out the Rotunda. So we're hoping to fill it full of nurses from all levels, people who support nurses and want to become nurses, to people who are retired and do education or, or whatever, because we want to help um, bring awareness at the, you know, the legislative level of how much nurses give back. So are you going to be able to be there? Yes, I'm oh, definitely going to be there. And um, I'm looking forward to the ability to, again, like promote what mm -hmm. nursing is, yes. bring awareness, um, educate people on you know, everything that we can do. Um, so yes, I'm very excited. Yes. And I'm hoping to bring some students along with me. Oh, excellent. I love that. Yeah, nurses, uh, nursing is the most trusted profession, 18 years in a row. And really the only reason it's not been longer than that is because in, uh, for 9-11 it was firefighters, which of course I'm okay with that. And I'll let them have a uh, most trusted profession for 2001. Um, but I'm really excited being the largest healthcare workforce um, and uh, being the most trusted um, profession is, I think, really important to bring you know attention to everybody because I think that most often we get used to just kind of working in our corner and doing our little thing but it's like come on people we're we're this huge body that needs to be utilized we're the MacGyvers of healthcare, and we always figure out how to do more with less um, so we need we need to be at the table and uh, the um, American Nurses Association and the World Health Organization have come out and said that 2020 is the year of the nurse and midwife to bring attention to that, that they they have been petitioning governments across the, around the world, not just the United States, to um, figure out how to util better utilize nurses, how to bring nurses to the table, how to utilize them, um, their, how we should be serving on boards and committees and um, really bringing that kind of perspective of how to do more with less mm -hmm. uh, to the table because we're so good at that. So I'm excited. Yes, I'm very yeah. excited. And I know later on in the year, um, as we're planning on doing a one-day conference, right, with you at Erin, yes. and so I think that'll be really exciting to bring um, different educational topics that are relevant to the nurse practitioner and really, again, you know, getting right. um, people interested and aware of what UAPRN brings to them. Absolutely. I think the whole point of our unity movement has been to show that um, not only are we a large, diverse group as a nursing profession, but we also really embrace everybody else too. So um, whereas these past two years have we've united with Georgia Nurses Association, um, moving forward, I think we're going to be united with NAPNAP and GANA, the nurse anesthetists, and um, GAPNA, the gerontology nurse practitioners. Um, you know, we, we work closely with the nurse midwives for legislation, 
Um, and we also want to expand to physician assistants, respiratory therapists, just everybody, everybody, let's all be one big happy family. So um, I'm excited about uh, what it's going to look like in the future. Um, but speaking of one day conferences, uh, West Georgia chapter is going to host one on uh, Saturday, March 7th, which is going to be after our nurses press conference. And I've actually been invited to speak and do lab interpretation for an hour if anybody wants to come figure out how to interpret labs. Um, everybody's going to get, uh, it's a full day, so I think it's about seven or eight hours um, CE credits, and then you can, uh, some part, some of that will be pharmacology too, so yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, always like exciting opportunities, especially for all of us that need those pharmacology hours and yes. yeah, the continuing education, so that's great. Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, is there anything else you want to share? Um, I think the big thing that I want to share is just how important it is, you know, regardless of the level that you're at um, and the kind of care that you provide, you know, just being involved in a professional organization and um, ensuring that your voice is one counted and two heard mm -hmm. um, is invaluable. Right. And so um, I try, you know, um, to share that with as many people as I can. And it's interesting because you know, given that I have two specialties, I have two organizations, mm -hmm. and I find myself actually a member of like seven, but, um, <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> and it's great, you know, yes. because they each bring a different voice to right. the table. Um, right. But I, you know, it really is important to me just to ensure that, um, that I'm out there, you know, and like you said, you know, on boards and, you know, involved in right. the community and doing right. all these kinds of things. And so, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I, one of the many organizations I'm a member of is the Heart Failure Society of America, and this is going to be the first year that a nurse is going to serve as president and not nice. a physician. So I'm really excited about um, seeing more inc incorporation of nurses into other organizations. But UAPRN, not only are we you know, active legislatively, but we help with you know, bringing us all together, not only just giving us one voice, but giving us a place to have that. Um, so we're opening chapters all throughout Georgia so where people can meet and network. Um, it, that gives students opportunities to find preceptors and preceptors opportunities to support each other. Uh, and then we've also partnered with, um, we've been a partner for Empower with Empowered for the past couple of years. So everybody gets that app for free to help us kind of give you push notifications for when to be politically involved. And then um, we recently partnered with the Nurse Practitioner Journal, so that's really exciting. Um, so every member gets a, a free subscription. So it's not just, um, uh, it's just not all legislative advocacy related. It's definitely like how do we empower our profession in the state of Georgia. So I'm excited. It's really good stuff. And we're really excited about this podcast. So we're um, wrapping up and we hope that you enjoyed it. And just let us know if you, what else you want to hear. Follow us on social media, including um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Twitter. She's got it. She's on the Twitter all the time. <laughs> all right. It was such a pleasure doing this with you today, Imelda. I really Absolutely. enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.